Back around 1982, my dad loaded my mom, my brother, and I in the car and took us all to the movies. It must not have gone how he'd hoped, because when we came out after, he was railing about how expensive it was, how it was too loud in the theater with all the kids running around and screaming, and after telling my mother for a year and a half that we couldn't afford cable TV, he was going home that very day and calling the cable company himself. Meanwhile, my brother and I were huddled in the back seat of the car traumatized, because do you know what movie we saw? Bambi. Welcome to The Hold Up. Each month we pick a movie one of us remembers fondly but hasn't seen in years, we watch it and we decide, does it hold up? I'm John Longino. And I'm John Nelson. Welcome to May. Spring has sprung. I hope everyone's doing well. How are you doing, John? I'm doing great, and welcome everybody to our Childhood Trauma Double Feature (laughs) Special. (laughs) We are, uh, we're doing a thing that we have been talking about for ages, John and I. We've been uh, cooking up this episode for at least a year. So things are going to be a little different this time around. We are going to do um, basically two episodes back to back. You can listen to them individually, but we are going to be talking about them as uh, one unit. Yes, as a collective whole. So yes, as John mentions, we'll have, this is sort of part A of of, uh, two episodes uh, in which we'll be discussing the film Bambi. And uh, stay tuned, uh, later this month we're going to release part two where we actually talk about Old Yeller. Yeah. Yes. And so we we, we kind of came about with this because we were talking about uh, childhood movies and drama. Yeah, and, and things that kind sadness. of blew our minds as kids. And uh, where did you... Basically, which movies did you see that uh, taught you about the harsh realities of life? Yes. And uh, these it, movies came up pretty readily. Yeah. In particular, I think B&B and Old Yeller are kind of, kind of like kindred brothers in a way. Like, right. It, they just sort of share the same horrific kind of take i guess yeah it, the the dna is more or less the same it's like <laughs> hey it's a happy childhood adventure and oh isn't it great watching animal animated animals sing and dance and play and a, and a dog and his boy go on adventures and absolutely everything's doing great until uh drama strikes and uh somebody ends up dead spoiler alert folks if you haven't <laughs> seen these movies Oh my God! Such is, <laughs> such is life. Uh, though before we delve too deep into these fine films, uh, I need to mention that if you'd like to send us an email to the Hold Up Podcast, please email us at holduppodcast at gmail dot com. And as always, you can hit our social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, even Snapchat. Uh, Twitter, even the social media of presidents, you can go there and find us <laughs> at Hold Up Podcast. Absolutely, Snapchat. It's I'm still amazed that we're on that for for the youngins. Well, the hilarious thing is we put this is how old we are. We put a picture up, and of course it's gone now. Of course, <laughs> <laughs> we put one thing up, yes. and there nothing holds. And it's like once that first thing disappeared, I was like, well, I don't know how I'm going to keep this up because I'm not doing one a day on this. Yes. Thing. <laughs> much like the tender life of an animal. Yes, uh, the Snapchat does not. Not last forever. Exactly so. Uh, <laughs> and that dovetails nicely uh, into our first movie. This is going to be the childhood classic Bambi. Yes. Um, and speaking of classics, um, I feel like uh, I should get this out of the way. Uh, when I first proposed doing Bambi, I actually proposed this, like I say, about a year ago when we were first starting the show. It was going to be our first animated feature that we did on the show. But uh, at the last minute, I switched it out for Transformers the movie because um, I got it. I was telling somebody about the podcast and um, I said, oh, we're thinking about doing Bambi. And he sort of gave me a look that said, and I was like, well, what's that for? And he said, 
well, it holds up. And I'm like, what do you mean? It's like, Bambi. I, you know it holds up. I'm like, well, I don't actually know that for certain, hence, you know, the show. But exactly. um, he put the seeds of doubt in my mind, so I was like, well, maybe I need to rethink this. And since that time, I have decided that, yes, indeed, it does qualify as a holdup because whether or not it's a classic uh, in the minds of uh, men and society, I haven't seen it in decades. And I'll tell you, I've seen some other Disney movies uh, lately because, you know, since I've become a father, I've seen a lot of uh, Disney movies lately. And some of them do not hold up the way you might think. Like Dumbo, for example, has oh, sure. is considered a classic. I watched that with my daughter and I was like, thank goodness my child is a little too young to understand this because this movie is mean as dirt. <laughs> really? And sort of racist. I mean... Yeah, yeah. Well, I remember the, like, Jim Crows. I yeah. Mean, the, not like, that we're doing Does Dumbo Hold Up or Not. Right. But it, but, since you brought it up. That, yeah, that no, is something it, I remember. It, it was... Well, it's I, we're probably not going to do it on the show since I've seen it so recently, but it really just was like a, wow. I mean, I, this movie's kind of sweet in some places, but it's got an odd message where it's like, hey, don't pick on the handicapped because they might have superpowers. <laughs> and if they don't have superpowers, well, then, yeah, that's fine. Go ahead and pick yeah. on them. If they can't fly, fuck them. But I, I know what you mean about what your friend was saying, because, uh, yes, there are films that undoubtedly hold up and we don't really need to go check. Right. I think uh, it, it, for me personally and probably for you, too, Bambi is one that I actually do need to go check because the last time I saw it, I was a child. Yeah. And I, I, I think I saw this as an adult once and I don't even remember doing it, but I do remember vividly seeing it as a child. Yeah. So, of course, it just it it actually kind of bears the hallmark of the stuff we're trying to accomplish on this show, which is like, well. Well, you know, our young our young selves think one thing and what do our older selves think? And, you know, even classic movies or movies that are like sort of beloved by the world, they can still have these like, well, yeah, Dumbo's a classic. And, you know, it certainly <laughs> is like a, a, a tentpole of animation. But, man, the message of this is a little bit right. uh, ragged. So, Dated a bit. Yeah. So uh, all this to explain that, uh, yes, we realize that probably many people uh, have seen both Bambi and Old Yeller and consider them instant classics, whether or not they've seen them since they're used. But here we are. We're about to put them under the microscope anyway. Yeah. Um, well, I'm, I really want to go check them out because in my mind, they are very much cut from a different cloth, which is... Uh, not the kids movies nowadays don't have some depressing things in them or don't have characters pass away or whatever, but th right. there's something like exceptionally brutal about both Bambi and old Yeller. I mean, they involve like gun deaths. They involve <laughs> these characters right. you've grown to kind of love or at least appreciate. Now the difference between, I think here, well, we'll, we'll sort of curb old Yeller discussion for the ah, next episode. I get that we, curb. Uh, hey, We'll put old Yeller down next time around. <laughs> uh, but um, in the case of Bambi, I think it's particularly tough as for a child because it's not it's not the main character passing away or, or right. a friend or whatever. It's literally Bambi's. I mean, here you know. I mean, we, we'll just this yeah. is what everyone knows about Bambi. Yeah, but spoiler alert: yeah, if you're come on. <laughs> if you're of a certain age, I guess, yeah. which is uh, twelve. But Bambi's mother dies in Bambi right and I, as I recall it might it's either like it's kind of at the midway point or almost like three-fourths of the way through and and Bambi to me was always this metaphor for uh almost like growing up yeah well it's definitely like a a coming of age story and it starts out as a just a like oh it's just a kid's coming of age story and then it sort of like becomes like no it's a kid becoming a man story yeah. or a, a well, deer becoming a buck i don't know <laughs> <laughs> well john for for those of our listeners who have delved in curiously and maybe haven't seen bambi or don't know a lot about it i mean can you kind of give a quick like what is bambi absolutely uh bambi is the story of a deer a, a, from birth to becoming king of the forest um and it really is just like a series of like vignettes it's like 
Bambi the deer learning how to walk and Bambi hanging out with his friend who has a rabbit named Thumper because he's got big feet and likes to thump the earth. It's just a lot of like goofiness and, and funniness and a lot of like very lighthearted fare. And then, as you say, about three quarters of the way through the movie, uh, the, the animals get really on edge and they say, man has entered the forest. And I, here's the weird thing. I, 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 this is, I, I just realized this now, and this is kind of funny. There's man comes into the forest with a gun and starts shooting. But I also realized there's a fire in the movie too. There's a giant forest really? fire. I don't recall that at all. And I believe uh, mom is gunned down by, by man entering the forest. And I believe the fire is where Bambi sort of has to, step up and save his friends and this is sort of the transitional moment of him like proving that he is no longer a boy but now a man deer right actually that's the part of the movie i frankly remember the least like i i remember everything up until the gunning down of his mother and then <laughs> right. after i know he becomes a full adult like it, right. it would kind of cut to like years later but i don't honestly I don't even remember how it ends. Well, the hilarious thing about this movie, it's like, I mean, it was in the, what, 30s, 40s? I forget when this movie was made. It was very early, uh, you know, 20th century. But, like, the father is completely absent from this right. <laughs> from this tale. Like Typical. Bam, <laughs> right. Typical <laughs> Typical dad. dear dad. Dad's out working and, you know, <laughs> drinking and whoring. Um, he's, uh, yeah, Bambi is raised almost exclusively by his mother. He doesn't even meet his father until, like, partway into the film when... The king of the forest, who is a, you know, a 16 point buck comes and like leads the animals somewhere. I mean, this might be the fire. I can't remember exactly. But the the, the king of the forest deer uh, like comes to lead his people and everybody speaks of him reverentially. And um, it's sort of implied that that's Bambi's father. And then later on, uh, when Bambi becomes a, a, a buck himself, he um, takes over for his father. It's very yes. Lion King-esque. Uh, before there was a Lion King, and and I think I don't, I don't think his father dies. I think his father just steps down, <laughs> which is you know after the trauma of seeing your mom killed, and then it's just like, well, I just am going to give up. I need to you know kick back and move to Florida and retire. And it's it's <laughs> you know all this brutal like animal savagery, and then it's just like, no, nah, I'll step down. It's cool. But um, yeah, so that's what when, I remember about Bambi. When's the last time you saw Bambi? Well, like I say, I believe I saw it once as an adult, so I'm guessing like I got a DVD of it and then okay. watched it then, but that can be anywhere in the last 15 years. I don't remember it at all. Um, and when I was a kid, I saw it, I think, just the once. I saw it at the time that uh, I was talking about where my family went to the movies. Uh, and <laughs> the funny thing is this is all tied up in like a whole big like thing in my family. Like before this particular incident, my family used to go to the movies on the sort of semi-regular. And then that day came and, you know, <laughs> we went to the movies and we were, I mean, we were... I, John, I have to tell you, we were so excited because it's like, oh, we're out with the family. You know, my dad got us popcorn and sodas. And of course, I, I vividly remember this, too, because he was already pissed before the movie started because he had to get popcorn and sodas for everybody and movie tickets. All of this adding up to a fucking whopping somebody better get killed in this thing for how much i'm spending here yeah so now every day every time i go to the movies now and i have to plop down like 16 to 20 bucks per ticket before i even get a a a sip of soda or whatever i think back to my father finally and go ah dad if only you'd live to see um so he was already in mourning before the film yeah i mean he was already sort of grumpy about it and then we watched the movie and i know he just uh, like there was a like a bunch of kids in the movie and of course it it was a saturday matinee i mean of course there were kids there my brother and I honestly didn't notice there were other kids in the theater screaming and shit. We were like watching the movie wrapped. Um, and it's just, but the other kids were running around and making a ruckus. And my dad was just getting angrier and angrier. And 
you know, we came out of the movie. He's like, rats and rats and rats and rats I'm going to go get the cable TV and we're going to... And, and I swear to God, we went to see like four movies together mm. as a family for the rest of our lives. We saw like E.T. That was... Maybe I'm projecting here or putting more on your dad than is deserved but is there any truth to like this movie was so brutal that he walks out and he's like oh it's uh it was too pricey but like actually he doesn't want you guys exposed well, to that kind of thing i or? mean maybe there's always that possibility my, my father was uh, a very sensitive intelligent man and and it, it could be that he just thought that maybe he'd pull the trigger on this one too <laughs> early i don't know i can't remember i mean i would have been nine and my brother would have been about five so you know it might be too early for my brother i think i was you know it, it really brutalized me but it also was like eh, it's about the right time i feel like i don't know he may be there may be a lot of things tied up in this i don't know what my you know my, my parents might have been fighting about other things behind the scenes at the time <laughs> i think I your no dad idea. was the lone stag out that uh you had to you know lose <laughs> your way and to look up to the man and, right, and, and find and, your way out of the wilderness yeah and, and into the realm of cable tv <laughs> where we <laughs> where we uh discovered uh porn and <laughs> all sorts so, of triumphs unforeseen of course uh other tragedies um so did you you saw it in the theater, and then you saw it again as an adult. So you've as, only seen it twice. Is I believe I can only remember seeing it twice. Okay. There may have been another. But the thing is, we didn't. Um, you know, when I first saw Bambi, this was it was being re released to the theater because Disney right. did that every right. like ten years or so. They could take their movies away, put them in the vault, and then like re release them. The vault. Yeah. <laughs> well, back then there was a literal vault. I'm yeah. sure. Nowadays it's just like the digital, you know, quote unquote vault that they store it on. But. Um, yeah, we just didn't have we didn't have access to it, and Disney movies didn't come out in VHS uh, in on the regular until I was like in college. Interesting. So I I actually I, I mean it might have been a bit before that because I so I um I saw Bambi uh, on home video actually I think okay. my parents bought it for me on tape. Okay, because well, they, they were like we need to immortalize this tragedy for you to watch on repeat <laughs> for the remainder of your youth. Well, it would make sense if it was like if you were if it was nine years later, then you would have been the same age that I would have been, and I would have been eighteen and going into college. So it actually nah, you know, it, it, the timeline sort of <laughs> nah, matches. It doesn't, it doesn't check out. I don't, <laughs> your math is is funny to me. John I don't keeps know. forgetting I'm older than him. I guess. <laughs> what can I say? Uh, you just you have a youthful glow. About That's right. You. So, so I certainly saw it more than twice. I think uh, there was a big kind of preamble of like, hey, we're about to show you something serious and let's watch it. And obviously I was very sad by it. Actually, actually, now that I think about it, I think the first time I ever saw Bambi, it's kind of coming back to me. I was at like a summer camp or mm. school or something and they like gathered the children around and put it on. Oh, interesting. I don't even think my parents were there now that I think about it, which is like wild that they would just show that to a classroom or like a summer camp group or whatever well, that was the way i saw the movie the yearling have you ever seen that movie no no it, it's sort of the same vein it's like a kid and his deer oh, it, okay. and, and it's very much like trying to recapture the spirit of old yeller it's like <laughs> oh it. shit and then he has to kill his deer or whatever oh. <laughs> i don't remember the deer has like, rabies oh no yeah, yeah it's like it, it's that now i think about it it's bambi mixed with old yeller oh, wow but it's like but yeah it's one of those like childhood trauma yeah you have to kill the things you love or whatever but there's not, a lot of those by the way and they're all disney movies it's yeah. all like let's Let's try and just it, there was just a, a moment in time where we're like we need to keep, teach kids about fucking <laughs> life and they need to learn the hard fucking way sick of this was shit it like everyone came back from world war ii and was like fuck <laughs> it man life sucks and the world sucks and we're gonna teach the kids i think bambi was even before we'd gotten out of world war ii oh, it was, like, I'm trying to remember, war was it 42 
I think you might be right. I forget when Bambi that came out, and we don't sense we don't research this, but it it would, it would certainly like speak to an era that was like you kids need to learn what your dads right. are out doing. <laughs> that actually Times is, a is weird, dark. That actually okay. I've never thought about it before. Yeah. No wonder Dad's absent. He's fighting the right. you know Japanese and Germans <laughs> overseas, and if he comes back, and it's like you got to take the head of the family, kid. Yeah. I, you know, I didn't really think about that, the context of the time it came out. Because for us, it was just like, oh, we're children and we're showing this movie. Right. But I, th- I think there's something to that. That, like, Bambi comes out during World War II. And hopefully we hopefully it does. <laughs> I, I think so. Or certainly close. Right. I mean, whether it's, like, right before or right after or during. I mean, that was right. a very much a traumatic time for the country and the world. Right. And that would make sense that it would reflect in that kind of way. I, yeah, I think I, I've always held, you know, something like Bambi in high regard um, because I'm just so impressed that they were willing to show children that kind of thing. Because I feel like now, I mean, no joke, I think now if that kind of thing came out, maybe maybe this is more for Old Yeller than Bambi. I think Old Yeller is like particularly brutal, which we'll get into next time. Right. But that I think it, something like this would be met with a lot of like ire and just and and i don't want to say picketing and like protests but definitely a lot of questions and a lot of what the fuck disney you know yeah well like you say i mean bambi is more like well you know mom's killed by a random you know act of almost nature it's like they you know man is a monster in in this movie and you know it's it's just a thing that happens. It's like, oh, sometimes your parents just don't come home. Whereas, like, Old Yeller, it's like, no, you have to kill this thing yeah. that you love. It is up to you and you alone to destroy your love. So, yeah, I don't think now you would go to Beauty and the Beast and see, you know, <laughs> Belle having to put the beast down or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, I, exactly. I, I'm trying, I mean, I know Disney... I mean, it's the funny thing is it's a modern day, and I think kids are a lot more savvy about certain things, but it is, like, a less brutal kind of a world sure. <laughs> the disney animation world or the disney movie world it's like there are more happy endings it seems like even though the like day-to-day probably is a little bit harsher i'm guessing in these movies i mean i'm just yeah guessing. well maybe instead of because the thing of bambi is it's like pristine joy right like they're like right. a vast majority of the movie is just like you know because we, we didn't even talk about he has a friend named flower and all. Like, like oh yes flower the skunk yeah like for my memory bambi is just a kid hanging out with other kids having fun for right. like an hour yeah and it's real cutesy I with mean, like it's... no tension and then also it's like <laughs> and you're like oh my god oh jesus yeah. why whereas maybe maybe nowadays a kid's movie has a little more conflict and like just sort of i don't know sadness is a strong word but a little more complication to it throughout and right. it doesn't need this like sucker punch moment where you're just gonna like wallop a kid right in the gut yeah well, I think part of that speaks to like animation evolving over time too. I think in the old days, especially animated movies were, you know, up till then, you know, animation was tended to be short. So like an animated movie was like, it was one story, but it was a lot of like vignette stories. It's like, well, it's a lot of short films kind of tacked into one bigger story. Right. So Bambi, it makes kind of sense that it's like Bambi plays with flower, da 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 da, da yeah. and then it's over, and then you know Bambi plays with thumper, and oh, it, this just popped in my head. Pop quiz. Let's see how much you remember. Bambi's first word. Do you remember? Bird. Yes. You know what's funny is most of the plot I remember of Bambi. We had this. Um, you know, I don't know if you had this when you were young, but we had. Um, 
cassette tapes that would tell the stories of movies and stuff um, because movies. I were didn't not, have that old man shit. We didn't. Yeah, you didn't have that because you had the actual fucking movies you could pop yeah. in. The closest, I had Teddy Ruxpin. That was about mm, as much as close as I got. The closest we could get to watching movies over and over is people would give us cassette tapes with the movies on them, and it would include like songs from the movie, and it would be like, and then Bambi went into the forest, and he would say bird, and you know it. And I remember listening to the tape of Bambi quite a few times, and I might have even heard it before I saw the movie. <laughs> I would love to put that in now, and it's like. What's that? Do you guys hear something? And it's like the most violent, horrifying tape ever. Now I want to track that down. If I can track that yeah. down and uh, post it, I'll do that for you folks. Because that was like uh, a, a large chunk of my childhood was listening to tapes of movies and wondering, I wonder what it's like watching a movie with my eyes. <laughs> I don't know if you've gleaned this from our uh, conversation today, folks. My Even though I went to the movies with my parents uh, a few times in my youth, it wasn't like a weekly thing. Sure. <laughs> my, you know, you hear these stories about people like, oh, my parents let me go to the movies 15 times a week, and it's like, not mine. Well, you were too busy listening to Little Orphan Annie on the radio. Right, and, you know, the shadow. Dakota ring out. <laughs> sure. And, uh, you know, begging out in the streets for, you know, bread, because my dad was on the bread lines. Yeah. Yes. I'm uh, well, John, is there anything else you want to talk about before we get into our, our gambling portion? I can't imagine. I'm just I, I'm trying to think of other funny shit that happened around that day. That whole day was kind of a catastrophe. If you were looking at it from my dad's point of view, I'm sure. But um, yeah, also, it's kind of I mean, we'll probably have more to talk about once we've seen the movie. But in terms of just remembering like beats and moments in the movie, I mean, we mentioned he the bird. But right. like I'm I'm really struggling to be like, oh man, that scene where Thumper thumped or where Flower smelled a flower. Or, well you know, Thumper's what? kind of a dick. I do remember yeah, that. He's remember one of those guys of... that like every time Bambi falls, he laughs at him and you need to get up, Bambi. And then he makes fun of Bambi for calling a skunk flower because, you know, skunks stink and flower and flower, the, the skunk is like, Oh, it's okay. He can call me flower if he wants to. Right. And it's cute. And then I remember get Bambi chasing a, a butterfly around. Yeah. Something like lands on its nose. Well, or that's something. what he calls bird. He calls everything that flies bird. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, and then he, yeah. And everybody laughs at him because he's stupid. <laughs> and that's that's another harshness of life is we got to teach kids not to ever be different yeah. and not to ever be wrong. Just laugh at him. You know, it'd be hilarious is if we throw this movie in and it's just Bambi dicking around in the woods and we're both just like, get on with it. Like, <laughs> Jesus, do I have to get the gun myself? I guess. <laughs> All right. Are we are we betting on I this? I think so. I think it's wager time. Uh, I don't dare to guess the wager, <laughs> but I'm happy to break the tension here and say that I I think Bambi will hold up. I'm very hopeful that it will. My friend is probably right. I mean, it's a classic for a reason, right? It's probably going to hold up. Let's admit it. I mean, it probably even if it's just that man they were goofing around and dicking off and making all sorts, <laughs> of, and then the fucking mob died. And I just fucking wept like a bitch and I, oh, I, I guess that's the real question like obviously I think the movie will be good and it'll right. hold but hold up as a movie but almost the like B question is like we know the big scenes coming we're not right. you know we're older men now with our own children and stuff like is it gonna hit us in the same emotional way as when we were kids that right. to me is the real question well, I'm guessing it'll hit us definitely in at least one different way, which is like when your kids, it's like, oh, no, my mommy died. And now that we're parents that, you know, you've realized that, oh, 
I'm the cautionary tale now. I'm <laughs> I'm the father that dies, and then my you know my wife marries again to a wicked stepfather, and then right. I'm the uh, I'm not even in the fairy tale. I'm the precursor to the fairy tale that starts off all the bad shit happening. <laughs> so I'm guessing we'll look at it and go, God fucking, ugh, I don't want to get killed and murdered by men entering the forest. This <laughs> you're, is you're taking it very literally. I'm, I'm surprised. <laughs> I, I was talking more from an emotional level, but you know, hey, I don't, I, I can't. You got take, some stuff you need to talk about. Is everything okay at home? I, I can't accept things metaphorically. John. Okay. <laughs> fair, fair enough. You look over mid while we're watching the movie. I have a hunter's cap on. <laughs> I just keep dry firing a rifle at you. And I'm and I jump every time. <laughs> awesome. Right. Well, uh, let us not delay anymore. Let us frolic into the woods and go watch the hopefully classic Bambi. We'll be right back. Disney, the world's greatest storyteller, brings the world's greatest love story to the screen. Bambi, the story that proves that love can be loaded with laughs. Well, what's the matter with that? They're twitterpated. Twitterpated? Bambi, the story of a deer who learned that love means many things to many people. To his parents, it means courage and sacrifice. It is man. We must go deep into the forest. Hurry. Bambi's mate, Deline, love is at once a tender and a terrifying thing. Quick, Deline, jump! To Bambi himself, love comes to mean heroism and fearlessness. Here, surging out of the roaring forest is the most powerful, gripping, romantic story ever brought to the screen by Walt Disney. And we are back from oh, Bambi. Man. Yes. <laughs> Very somber in here. Uh, what'd you think, John? Uh, I was impressed, actually. I mean having not seen it for a while and then i yeah I, for a movie that you only remember one basic thing about there's a lot going <laughs> right. on in this movie <laughs> yeah absolutely uh, you're right because there is that kind of the thing that right. is like your main takeaway like oh baby's mother gets shot that's kind of all you remember but yeah i was sort of struck with how honestly uh, fantasia like it was that's my yeah. best like analogy like i really had forgotten how much the music and the score sort of plays into the movie. Yeah, for sure. And it's like there's long stretches with just like, you know, vistas and, you know, animals just doing animal stuff and there's no dialogue. And yeah. there's just, yeah, really uh, uh, semi-realistic for most of it. There's there's one exception that we had completely forgotten about, which is in the second half of the movie. Honestly, we forgot about most of the second half of the movie. Absolutely. Evidently, but... Uh, you know, Bambi's mom gets shot, and then uh, Bambi's dad uh, appears out of nowhere and basically says, well, I guess I got to raise you now. Fuck. And then <laughs> takes Bambi away to somewhere mm -hmm. else. He's like, you're going to come live with me in my apartment now. And, uh, and yeah, then... I think he's... <laughs> That's funny. I think he's literally just 
he's like, you, your mother's gone. Come with me. Yeah, you come with just... me. And so he goes to live with his dad. And then uh, we don't see him again until he's grown up some. And then there's like, so he comes back. He says, hey, what's up, everybody? Meets up with his old friends. And Thumper's kind of a degenerate. He's got the old hobo drunk sound. He's like, <laughs> hey, baby, what's up, bro? Bambi. <laughs> Remember Thump the Thump Master? <laughs> like, uh, give me a dollar, bro. Um yeah, he meets up with all of his uh, his buddies, and then quite immediately they're they're warned by the by old Mister Owl. Uh, you know, it's springtime, so watch out because the ladies are are, <laughs> are vying for you, and all yeah, the dudes they are all like, take a trip down Horn Dog Alley. This, <laughs> I forgot about that moment. Yeah, and they're all like, "Nah, no, no woman's gonna pin me down." And then like John nailed it. He's like, "They're gonna take three steps into the forest and, and immediately fall in love with the yeah, first girl they see." There's like less than a breathtaking. He's just like, "Watch out, y'all are gonna fall in love." They're like, "Nah, <laughs> one Mississippi," and then it's just like. <laughs> Pretty skunk walks out. You know, yeah. Boo. It was, it was pretty yeah, good. and that's the exception to all the semi-realism that's been going on. The only thing that's been like not realistic about the whole thing is that the animals talk and function like sure. half, in half-human fashion. But it's you know they're depicted as semi-real, and then for that scene, it's just like. It's so cartoony, like, you know, the, the flower falls in love and, like, he immediately, like, she kisses him or something and, like, he gets that, like, red thing that goes from its tail all the yes. way up to his top and he's covered in red and he, you know. It's full on wolf howl, like, yeah. eyes pop out, uh -huh. you know, like, it, it might as well be that. Yeah, and then uh, Feline. Which, 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 Frank, I think is actually fairly intentional because wh yes. what we just saw was, like, pretty brutal. Right. So they, I think they kind of want to bring you back in with, like, hey, here's some levity guys it's all right, like, it's all right. everybody fall in love and let's feel good for a minute <laughs> yeah and then they go back to semi-realism which is pretty uh mm -hmm. pretty impressive I, I i actually that was one of the things about it that i was most impressed with and didn't remember much at all was like i mean we remember the like kind of goofy like beginnings was like oh it's cute and and whatnot but there was even in the beginning like warnings of what's to come Definitely. where it's like they do have a like a near miss with hunters and they say the famous line, man was in the forest. And then, um, so you have the warning and then man, man keeps popping up from time to time and setting fires and shooting things. There's and also that pretty intense moment where I think Bambi's mother is taking him to the meadow for the first time. Mm -hmm. And and Bambi just kind of completely without thought is like, the meadow, wee! He's like running. And she like runs in front of him and is like, no, 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 no. Like, be careful. We don't come out here until it's safe. And it's like, I don't know, like three to five minutes of her just like slowly walking out, looking around, make sure the coast is clear. And then it's it's like really tense. Yeah. And, and there is, yeah, we had totally forgotten that they, we'd said there's no conflict in the beginning, but there really is. They do set up this conflict of like man is out there and mm -hmm. he's deadly and don't fuck with it. And um, yeah, so then they, they go into the meadow and then they get kind of chased off by man, but nobody gets killed. And then it's happy times for a while and then winter comes and yeah, which is even in itself i mean and that's not sad but it's also like you know <laughs> bambi at one point looks up at his mom before they're about to sleep say mama i'm hungry and she's like i know and they go to sleep hungry and poor yeah. <laughs> which i'm sure depression era kids could uh, relate to <laughs> and then uh yeah and then like oh my gosh it's the first grass of spring yeehaw oh no hunters <laughs> i mean it turned quick yeah it's on a dime yeah it was like really happy for a second and then like suddenly the hunters are there and they have to run and then boom she's gone and it's like wow yeah what's interesting and i don't know if my my childhood brain just invented this but i had a memory of a shot of of like a gun 
or a hunter's cap or something like in my mind i thought for sure you see something Mm -hmm. of these hunters and i think what's really interesting when you watch the movie is that there's nothing i mean they talk about them and you hear gunshots and at best you see like a campfire right but that's it. Like you, you never see a human being in the entire movie, which yeah. makes them all the more um, almost threatening and scary. Yeah, it makes them sort of this amorphous, like omnipotent evil, which is you know hilarious to think about in retrospect. Because you know, especially in the '40s, it would be like, well, you hunt for food. I mean, that's right. <laughs> that is the way of life. And you know, nowadays, if you put this movie out, people would be like, well, it's a metaphor for gun violence and blah blah blah. But it, you know, back then, it's like, well, hunters aren't evil. It's just. You know, from a certain perspective, it's like, no, right. our enemies are man and man is uh, omnipotently evil. It's it, yeah, it's really uh, cleverly done. And I was, uh, you know, looking at the trivia while we were watching and I guess the AFI had um, listed on their uh, top 100 movie villains of all time. Man was number 20, <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, pretty funny. One through 100. Was, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, you know, th- I think there is a bit of a message because. There's one way to look at the movie where it's like, oh, it's the circle of life. It's nature's balance. So man's just coming in and killing and that's part of it. And right. life goes on. But but I, I don't know. I was really struck with the idea that it does seem to be a commentary of like, be careful where you're treading. Don't take nature lightly. Right. We are sort of trampling on God's domain, as it were. I mean, just the fact that they leave a campfire roaring yeah well definitely it, that it, i mean like sets ablaze the entire forest in this in this sort of gone with the wind like atlanta burns to the yeah. ground like it was insane like i i you had remembered a fire i kind of didn't but that back little bit where kind of shit pops off in the forest was way more violent and extreme than i had any memory of yeah it really they like do it up like hey you're inside of hell bambi what are you gonna do and they're <laughs> i had forgotten that bambi gets shot also That's in right. this movie he, he gets shot and survives but he does get shot uh, and he's laying there uh you know bleeding and dying or whatever and then his father runs up you know being helpful as always and says get up bambi Get up! Get up! And I forgot that my brother used to say that all the time. And, oh, uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I also totally forgot that there's a, another like really traumatic scene well past the mom getting shot. Of It's like hunters are in the forest just blasting everything. Like, you just hear like... Right. And you're seeing bullets flying and, and wood falling apart and all the animals are just dodging it every minute. And it's it's literally straight out of like a war movie. There There's these three birds just cowering under some bushes and this one bird just has like a mental breakdown right she's just like i I gotta fly away i can't take it i gotta fly away and they're like no 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 you need to stay here like please yeah you get you fly you get killed yeah (laughs) it's like do not fly away and the bird's just like i can't take it anymore i can't take it anymore like flies off and then like body hits the ground yeah that's the only body you actually see from hunters too if i remember that right yeah you don't even see bambi's mom hit the ground but you do yeah. see this you see this bird. corpse of a bird just hit the ground this one you just saw moments ago like having a panic attack <laughs> like it's literally out of a vietnam movie. it's just like <laughs> wow you know that 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 is extreme and i i i'm surprised i didn't recall that because the second it started happening it was like this repressed part of my mind went like oh shit i remember this scene like right. that it really affected me as a kid yeah it's funny how like again that just that one kind of part of the movie like two or three parts of the movie you remember and then the rest of it's like eh, i don't know but yeah there's so much of the back half that i did not remember at all 
like the love yeah. sequence and then uh, you know the second hunter thing and then you know I remember the fire but I didn't remember the specifics of it there's some scary ass hounds mm-hmm. like like just coming viciously at every there's like 20 fucking hounds deep just yeah. coming at everyone in the forest yeah the hunter's hounds that's like the closest you get to like a physical representation of the hunters yeah. is the is the dogs and it's it's actually extra off putting because everything you've seen in nature in the whole movie is very at peace and loving with each other. Like, all the animals in right. the forest are, like, buddies. I mean, yeah. obviously, that's not the way it really is. But but in the movie, it might as well be. Everyone's, you know, uh, gathering together to see the new prince and all chirps and smiles. Right. So to see these animals that are just, like, brainwashed by man and viciously, <laughs> like, attacking everyone. It, right. it all, they almost seem like zombies or something. Well, in the beginning when we were watching it again, I had I had said that Bambi's father was the king of the forest. He's actually the prince of the yes. forest. I got that wrong. But, um... Yeah, it was kind of funny because we're watching it and it's like, oh, the prince of the forest, he's the the guy who rules over us. It's like, yeah, except for the cougar who lives down the way or whatever. <laughs> because it's all, like you say, it's all herbivores all right. gathered together. So that's why it's all very peaceful. But uh, but yeah, it's funny that like... Uh, the only the first carnivores that show up are the dogs. I didn't, right. you know, I didn't even. I had kind of forgotten that, like, oh yeah, there's no uh, predators in this forest except for man. And then, like, out of the, nowhere come these like vicious attack dogs. It's like, oh right, other things eat meat in this scenario, right? Yeah, it's. I don't know. The whole thing was. I I was really struck by, and it, I'm not surprised that we didn't have a ton of memories of. I, I guess, for lack of a better word, the plot. Because right. because what I what I found really striking and interesting about watching it is it's not so much as I'm mean, certainly not a, much of a plot movie. It's sure. so much more like a mood movie. I mm-hmm. think that's why I brought up Fantasia and the music. So much of it is just like the music's playing, and it's just kind of like slice of life of the forest. And there's no real, like, it, it, the plot, you could say the plot in three seconds. It's right. like, Bambi's a prince, he's born, he lives uh, his life, learns some tough life lessons, and <laughs> grows up. It's just it's just about Bambi growing up. Right. And especially as a parent now, I find that bit of it really relatable. Yes. Of, of like, from youth to, especially that shot at the end where he sort of takes his his dad's mantle up up on top of the rock abandoning his children as as, their as his father says hey bambi you know all you got to do is just stand here and look busy yeah. dude you don't really got to do shit and then when everybody's back is turned you can go frolic in yeah. the meadow with your buddies you might have to step in if your uh, wife gets killed you know you might have to come say hey toughen up <laughs> Other than that, just kind of look cool and you're, you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> this Prince gig is it's pretty fucking sweet, it's, it's dude. It's pretty fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, I guess that's the one. I kind of wish Bambi had, like, been there with his children. Like, that would have been nice, but, you know. Well, he's the only one. I mean, the deer are kind of the only ones that get passes in the end for uh, right. absent fatherism like because flowers there for his kid thumpers yeah. there for his thumpers kids. like five deep in kids <laughs> just like come on kids you know? yeah exactly they're all well he thumpers just because he's unemployed you know that about him <laughs> that's <laughs> true he hangs out at the pool hall asking for change <laughs> that guy um but you know what's interesting is you talk about this movie as uh, as a parent and the funny thing is if i hadn't had such like strong striking memories of like kind of the death of bambi's mom and you know the 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 trauma of that as a parent seeing this now, the odd thing is like, I say to myself, oh, I bet I could show this to my daughter and she probably could handle it. And, you know, I, and it's funny because I'm just like, I, you know, she could probably handle it. But I just remember my own experience. It's like, yeah, but that fucked me up a little bit. And it's right. like just right. remembering the different perspectives. It's kind of, uh, yeah, it's funny how when you grow up, it's like, yeah, 
You'll be fine. Go stand outside in the rain. <laughs> totally. Don't come back till dinner. I actually had a similar thought where, where after the mother scene where the mom dies, I, I remember watching and being like, I could show this to my daughter someday because it's actually done fairly tastefully. Like, you don't mm-hmm. see the mom's corpse. You don't see. It's just all implied. Right. And they you don't even say shot. she's died. He just yeah. says she's not coming it's back. It's actually particularly fucking brutal because Bambi gets away, is in the bushes somewhere, and he's like, Mom, we did it. Yay, Mom. 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 Mom, <laughs> mom, like, yeah, and you're just like, fucking Jesus. But, but I, that bit, I was like, okay, like, this will, I mean, this is tough, but I think well, she yeah, can roll the, with it. I mean, that's the scariest part of the movie is just Bambi all alone. Yeah. And obviously alone for the first time. It's, and, and the forest is just, has turned into this dark, malevolent, right. like, shadowy and then place. It's just caked in snow. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like the snow's just like all over it. So I had thought, like, okay, she could probably handle this. And then we got to, like, the brutal war scene <laughs> with the dogs and the birds and the guns. And I was just kind of like, man, this is really tough. You know, like that to me is all, I'm surprised I don't remember that more. Cause that struck me as more shocking. You know, what's funny is I wonder if like you're hit with the, uh, Bambi's mom thing. And by the end, you're still sort of recovering from it. And then you're like, Oh, the love scene's kind of funny. There's a lot of cartoony. Oh yeah, sure. More things get killed. Well, right. of course they do. Fuck this world. It's so mean and dark. I, I, right. I wonder if by that point you're just like, I mean, it's, you know, you're desensitized, right. <laughs> which, uh, you know, maybe maybe the kids of today need to toughen up. Goddamn millennials. <laughs> oh, that was funny, too. The the owl who's just like always mad at the youngins. Oh, yeah. Just like, quit, quit your fucking singing and dancing <laughs> and making fun. Well, yeah, there's like basically a bird orgy going on around him where they're all singing about spring and just kind of doubled up. And he's just like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, basically. <laughs> yeah, they spent like a good, you know, several minutes like with Mr. Owl's anger towards everybody being in yeah. love. <laughs> Poor old Mr. Oh, Owl. We, we forgot there are a few songs in the movie. That, I, I think the one that really hit my brain was when they were going like, drip, drip, drop, little April flower, or yeah, April, April showers. showers yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck, I remember this song. Yeah, and right before we started, I was like, oh, I forgot to bring up the song, the uh, love is a song that never <laughs> ends. It's very like... Yeah, when Kermit sang it, I thought it was yeah, really exactly. it was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it's very like, it, it, it's of that time, though. It's like... Very choral and very like, right. and and that was the only song I remembered, and I think it's because of that, because it is kind of of its time, because the other songs are very like you say, kind of subtle, and you know they're they're light choral fare, so and they fit right. a little better, I guess. Whereas that one's sort of the the obvious, like we're gonna make a hit single out of this and sell it <laughs> to the kids on oh, them EPs. I will say that it, it just struck me this time. I had a much more of an appreciation for the animation of the movie. Oh my god, yes! Especially in the forties, especially with it being so in pace with the music mm-hmm. and very, very much kind of like Fantasia, very much animated to the rhythm and beat of the music. Yeah. And all I kept thinking is like, man, that must have been hard as shit. Oh, I know, because they 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 start off with this long tracking shot of the forest where it's like. They're doing all these tricks that I'm guessing they hadn't done terribly much in animation to that point. It's like there's like, you know, depth and, you know, focus and forced perspective. And it's sort of like the trees in the foreground are going by much faster than the trees in the background. And when I was a kid, I was just like, oh, it's a forest, whatever. But like now you appreciate like, oh, wait, they had like three, four different panes of animation that they're like 
moving at different speeds right. to make it kind of look like you, it really added depth to the forest. Yeah, and there's a waterfall in the background that's moving at a regular pace. Yeah, mm. it's just it, it and it's and it's long too. I mean, it's a few minutes long, so it's like, well, I mean, it's not like now where it's like, well, we got to take it in one unbroken shot and we got to keep right. retaking it till we get it. But it's still like. That takes a lot of effort, and I know um, there's a. Uh, if you guys look, there's uh, all these YouTube videos where you can look at like where Disney reused their animation, and I guess that shot they've reused many times oh, over sure. the course of years. They're like, "Hey, we busted ass for this thing. We're yeah, gonna we can keep using it. We spent half a million bucks on that. We ain't gonna <laughs> fucking throw that one in the trash." But yeah, it's it's a good, especially since the forest is almost like a character in the movie. It's mm-hmm. a, it's a good establishing moment to yeah. really like sit and get into the forest I, I i appreciated it yeah and they made good stylistic choices with the animation too because there were a lot of times it's like okay we need a real forest real animals in a real forest and then there would be other times where it's like eh, the animals are kind of cartoony not like full-on like chuck jones like we were talking about but they're semi-cartoony and the background is a little more um not plain but just a little more like fuzzy or whatever and uh, it, i don't know there were just a lot of and then the fire comes out and the fire is oh, like man very starkly you know red and flamey against a very just black background you can see like outlines of things and silhouettes but there's no like definition to what's behind them it's just the fire is the thing it's just there's a lot of like really interesting stylistic choices and there's like silhouettes a lot of times where the animals are moving through the forest um there's a fight scene with bambi and another uh young buck who are fighting over feline that's right uh the only girl deer in the uh, forest apparently (laughs) and uh you don't you can't tell who's who the only way you can sort of tell who's winning is by the colors that sort of pop up like yeah that whole thing was lit well lit in quotes uh really (laughs) interestingly where they had this kind of moonlight shimmer on them and they yeah they were like silhouettes and shimmers and shadows yeah and the colors changed to sort of i couldn't tell which color was who but it's like the colors changed to kind of show who was winning because they would be like really red one second and then like the other deer would get the advantage and they'd be green or whatever yeah. it was just like and i wouldn't have noticed that as a kid for sure i just Definitely. would have just seen two deer fighting and being like yeah kick ass bro yeah. it's nuts in a really intelligently done film and um honestly i another thing i really like about it is it has no problem uh not overstaying its welcome <laughs> right was it like an hour and some change hour basically? and 10 minutes i think yes. yeah more movies could stand to be <laughs> under an hour and a half i gotta say i look how the the longer we do this show the more we're like oh man this movie's 70 minutes long <laughs> perfectly paced yeah you said like an hour and seven i was like fuck yes like let's do this thing <laughs> the greatest day of our lives yeah. and obviously this movie is like the first draft of the lion king if you look at the lion king there's like shit happening every second and like That's scenes true. are much shorter and there's a lot more of them but yeah speaking of which this movie is like so the lion king oh yeah i mean absolutely if you, if you take out man as the enemy and uh insert scar then it's like exactly <laughs> the lion king the well, lion king is like bambi plus hamlet you know equals right. lion king no you're right That's there's true. a little more political intrigue and stuff but yeah totally especially at the beginning i kind of forgot about the whole bambi prince thing but the whole like yes there's a new prince like everyone come look and you know here's this child born <laughs> that they, all the animals are around yes like, they, mm. they started doing doing that and john uh belted out (laughs) it was hilarious trust me folks it was hilarious you had to be there you weren't but you had to be uh lion king's pretty good i gotta say i've been watching it with my daughter and she likes it so she can take that she if she can take mufasa dying that's the truth too there's a lot of death and like straight up blood and murder in that one too and yet somehow i would say i bet i could show um 
Lion King to my daughter and she would, you know, probably be completely disinterested, but uh, you know, she could probably hack it and yet I show I'm still kind of nervous about well, if I show her Bambi, she might get freaked right. out. Well, the thing about Lion King is, you know, Mufasa comes in a in a billow of clouds and is like, "Yeah, I'm dead," but like Hey, <laughs> that's true. Don't, don't feel bad, kids. Whereas, like, Bambi's mom gets shot. She ain't fucking come back now. All that shit. She, she dead. That shit's done. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and at least, you know, both mom and pop were around for the beginning of uh, right. Simba's life. You know. Actually, Mufasa was a far more attentive father <laughs> than dear Prince of the Forest, like, ever was Mr. Neglect, you know. It is pretty funny. Every time the father would show up, me and John would be like, oh, yeah, he's off, you know, on Wall Street, you know. <laughs> Sleeping with his secretary and drinking whiskey. And like he shit. just stood around. <laughs> That's all. Yeah, it's not like he had to like patrol the forest yeah. to like keep the predators away. Again, this is a herbivore's forest. No that predators. Mom busted her ass raising that kid, and he's just like looking pretty today. <laughs> Man. And every time you like you see him and all the like all the male deer are just like prancing around. Yeah. They're not doing <laughs> jack or shit. It was a different time. It certainly was. God damn. Well, well John, right. uh, I think it's time to make it official. Did Bambi hold up for you? It sure did. My uh, my friend's fears were confirmed. We are just uh, going in circles here by <laughs> giving the thumbs up to an obvious classic. What do you say, John? I, I agree. I, Bambi definitely held up. I'd say even uh, I, the thing I asked before we went into the movie, will this emotionally, this very you know tough moment, will it hold up? And I, I got to say, uh, it did. Like what? What we because we were kind of laughing and joking during the movie, and as soon as like mom's time came, right, we got real quiet. Yeah, we got quiet and sacred. And it felt, you know, it still is very effective. Yeah, and I have to. I mean, again, we've blown up this scene. I'm sure a lot of us, you know, of this generation have blown up this scene to such mythic proportions. It's not very long either. It's no. like a couple minutes in out. The whole thing happens. It's very quick and very just like. Almost unexpected if you haven't, you know, if you're like a kid and it's like, oh, yeah, I got the warning about man in the forest, but yeah, fuck it, you know, and then for her to suddenly be gone, it's like, ooh, yeah, life yeah. really is kind of harsh. Because a lot of those traumatic moments are usually pretty heavily telegraphed. Right. And, you know, certainly they set up the hunters and stuff, but, right. when, you know, and if Bambi was made now... You have like 20 minutes of like mom in scopes as like Hunter, you know, <laughs> right. Cox gun. And you'd be like fully prepared. Whereas this is literally very frenetic. It's just kind of they're hanging out. Oh, my God. Gunshots. Oh, LeBron. No, run. Dead. run. Oh, you know, yeah. Very underplayed. And then it's more like Bambi's grief is the more memorable moment. Yeah. Not this like ultra violent you know fixation on the death itself it's more just like where did my mom go like yeah. she was just here a second ago where is she well which is smart i mean again that uh, on the one hand that's like well like you say it's kind of tasteful and doesn't you don't have to show blood and guts and all that but it also i mean kind of makes things worse because yeah. it plays to your worst fear yes. as a kid which is like well what happens when my mommy's gone yeah. it's and, far more effective which is i'm sure why we were all so traumatized by it <laughs> Well, all right. Uh, well, again, uh, like we said at the top, this is part one of a yes. two-part double feature, and so absolutely. Tune in later this month. We will continue the slaughter uh, <laughs> as we will dust off and watch a movie that's very personal to me, Old Yeller. Which yeah. I gotta say, if you think Bambi's brutal, strap the fuck in because Old Yeller is <laughs> like straight up fucked up. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know how they got away with that shit. I cannot wait to watch that one. Yeah, I'm really excited. It, uh, it's I haven't seen that since I was a kid either. And man, as if this wasn't bad enough. All we basically all we're just trying to do is make each other weep. Yep, terrible. 
more so than usual. <laughs> All right, folks. Thank you for listening. Absolutely. And uh, if you have any questions or comments or you'd like to write us an email, please email us at holduppodcast at gmail.com and be sure to go check out all of our social media pages if you'd like to keep up with us look at pretty pictures of us or hear our innermost thoughts you can find them all at holduppodcast.com there you'll find links to our twitter account our facebook page uh you know our instagram is hold up Podcast. basically everywhere we're just hold up podcast so please go check us out that's right and until next time nobody move nobody gets shot 